what if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you are truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we will explore topics from magic to practical step-by-step -step processes and everything in between. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too ridiculous or weird in the quest to live life as grand as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer are the embodiment of Opposites Attract. Collectively, they're the summation of Megan's big vision coupled with Suzanne's knack of her details. Partnered in love and in business for the last five years, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Love, Life, and All Things Weird with Megan Suato and Suzanne Stauffer. Yay! Yay! Yay. <laughs> so I have a couple of logistics to start the show. Uh, one is that we were getting feedback about how fun the chat room was last week. So if you're on live, um, pop into the chat room. All you have to do is put your uh, put a name in to create a username for yourself. And there's a whole other conversation going on inside the show. So I wanted everybody to know about that. And um if you want to call in and ask us questions, uh, the number is one one eight one five eight eight zero eight two five five in the U.S. And we would love to hear from you um, as we get going in our most exciting conversation today. My last logistic is is I have an update from last week. Last week I said we would talk about anything and everything except for taxidermy because I didn't feel like I could answer that properly. And a listener sent me a link to a taxidermy site so that I can get versed <laughs> in taxidermy. So that is no longer off the table. And I, I don't know what is off the table at this point. You guys can ask us anything that you want. And you can ask us in the chat room or uh, live over the lines. Wow, that's amazing. You know, you're know, taking, right? you are taking your... Uh, learning and growing to a whole new level if you're reading about taxidermy. <laughs> I sure am sweet. You know, I can't I can't say never. If I make an announcement saying I can't answer a question and somebody gives me information when I I have to go there. I have to I know. It's just my my learning sense <laughs> of mind. It's true. It's true. I love it. Hey, and uh, we love people on the chat room. So you go to a to zen.fm and up at the top, there's a red uh, banner that says chat room and you click on that. So that is how you get into the chat room. And we've had people last week that uh, loved so much. They're back again. April is back. Oh, and Jen is back. Awesome. <laughs> wow. Gypsy Jen is back. So um, it's like you're in the radio show because we have our producers in the chat room and we're all like chatting and it is it is really fun to uh, pay attention to all of this chatting in the chat room and then also produce a show too. I mean, last week we had a great time doing it, didn't we, Megan? <laughs> we really did. <laughs> Smooth as butter we were last week. <laughs> Butter. <Yeah. laughs> Well, we we'll see if we can entertain our uh our listeners with some more blunders today or something else, <laughs> whatever wants to come through. 
Our <laughs> <laughs> our blunders are uh, a contribution as well they as are. yeah. There there may be some other things that we say that might uh, I don't know like just change your whole life if yeah. you want to. Yeah. But only you know only if you want to. <laughs> so uh, one of the things that comes up around having it all for people, I, I would say, is cynicism. And so it, it's interesting, even this uh, topic can be really polarizing for people because they don't understand it. And maybe they haven't ever felt like they could achieve it. And, um, you know, it's like uh, they're trying so hard to be realistic that they're actually not looking at what's possible. And and I think that you would be a good one to start this conversation off, Suzanne, since, you know, when you and I what got together. What are you together, trying to say, I, Megan? Well, what are you trying to that, say? I, I love you. I, I'm trying to say that there has been so much shift and change in your world that you're unrecognizable. <laughs> and I think that I better stop there. So, you know, tell the people what you want to tell them, hon. You might just get into trouble, maybe here. <laughs> no, that this is really true. Like I remember um uh in the consciousness world, I think, you know, this idea of having it all gets bounced around a lot. And maybe even, you know, in general public, like, go for it, have it all. And I remember just going, you know, that is complete bullshit. Seriously. Like, you know, I'm just trying to like pay the bills and you know, raise my kids and, you know, uh, get my body back and all this kind of stuff. Like, I was actually really cynical um, about this idea, of, quote, of having it all. And I think I actually probably, for the first few years of our relationship, was still just kind of like, okay, you're such a big dreamer, Megan. You know, I mean, she would come home and She'd be talking about like, you know, when we're going to create a million dollars or millions of dollars and we're going to be traveling all over the world. And, you know, what if we created this awesome product that changed thousands of people's lives? And um, and I would just look at her and my cynic would just jump out and I'd just be like, could you just be realistic for a second? You know, um, so yeah it it really was a a huge thing for me and i think that some of our listeners are probably there because we really have been uh almost programmed to uh live a small life or to think that that's all the only thing that's available for us and you know if we can just get by and um you know and and squeeze out a little happiness then we've we've done a successful job. So that was certainly me at the beginning of our relationship. And I'm, I'm happy to report that I reclaimed my dreamer. Um, thank God for me. And, and thank God for Megan, because she kind of had to live with that for a number of years. And that was fun for you, wasn't it? That <laughs> was super fun. Well, and, you know, on a good day, I would take it as a challenge. You know, on a good day, <laughs> okay, if I can, like, open possibilities up in such a way that, that you can see it, and then, um, like, I it was kind of like a little game for me, you know, to see, like, how much uh, expansion or whatever that I could open the space of our relationship into, and, and on bad days, I actually joined you in the... Bah, 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 can't have it all. Consciousness is bullshit. Bah, bah, bah. You know, and so, um, but I'm really glad that we both 
chose in. And, and what I would say is, is I think that you were reflecting some of my family um, constructs. And it was an opportunity for me to claim what I knew was true, that we live in a world and a universe of infinite possibilities. And um, I think that we have to claim it as a practice. Like, it, the thing about it is, guys, is we have been practicing limitation for millions, billions, maybe trillions of years. We have been in the practice of limitation. And then we've called that real. We've called that practical when all we've done is practice it for millennia uh, and billennia. Do you think that's what a billion years I, is, is a billennia? Maybe. I don't even know if that's a word, honey. <laughs> I think you've just made that up. But <laughs> really not surprising. You like to do that a lot. <laughs> I freaking love that word. A billennia. A billennia. Oh, well, mm -hmm. Jen says it's a word now. Yay! That's what Jen says. We just created a new word. We just created a new word. That's awesome. Well, yeah. And so here we have been practicing limitation, practicing making ourselves smaller, practicing trying to fit into the smallest boxes possible. You know, only an infinite being with a massive magnitude of potency and energy could uh, fit themselves into a container as small as a thimble. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> how powerful takes, do we have to be to to con pretzel ourselves that tiny? Well, yeah. I mean, that takes work right there. So I think everybody should just like give themselves a pat on the back for really being able to fit themselves into the tiniest box that this reality has said that we had available. You know, and say, "Wow, I did an awesome job." I'm an infinite being and I've been playing this really stupid survival game for a long time. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Yay me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and I want to talk about, you know, why, even though we've started to kind of come out of that survival place, that, um, that, for a lot of us, we're still not thriving. Like what I see a lot in my coaching practice is that people are, you know, doing really well in one or two areas of their life. And then they're actually really struggling in one or two areas too. So it's like, it's kind of like this feeling of the plates in the air and they're running around trying to, you know, succeed in every area. And inevitably the plates fall in some area of their life. So, you know, you see this a lot with business, like, uh, you know, the typical businessman who is kicking butt in the business world and making lots of money, but his relationship at home sucks. You know, he's like working so much and he doesn't know how to connect in with his, you know, family and his kids and he comes home tired um, and we see this all the time, don't we, Megan? Mm -hmm. Every day. Every day we do. <laughs> <sighs> so why are we doing it? Stupid. Why are we being so stupid? So I, I want to talk about that for a little bit. And, and, and the number one reason, really, is that we practiced it. Did every did have you guys heard the story about like the whole like cutting the ends of the ham off for Thanksgiving and 
and the daughter thinks it's some big ritual and like come to find out that the pan was too small like you know great granny that her pan wasn't big enough so she cut off the ass of the ham so it could fit in a pan and so like we have this idea that being small that restricting and constricting is a sacred process when really um you know somebody just had to cut the cut our ass off to fit in a pan and we've made that sacred and <laughs> or how we like this uh that analogy <laughs> this metaphor yeah uh perfect as always honey oh okay thanks love so yeah so we have made constriction a sacred like a sacrament you know it's like oh like i don't have enough money where's the first place we go budget man i talk about cutting the ass off the ham like that's just like a nasty word i'm telling you it's like you know um how how can i out earn the problem is is something very 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 few people do you know and even things like okay well i i gained 20 pounds oh i better restrict my food the first place we go to is to restriction is to asking our body hey body what do you need i mean Almost every time, well, every time something is out of balance, it's because it's requiring something that we're not giving it. Mm -hmm. Has less ever created more? Okay. Now, just think about that, guys. Like uh, restricting, playing smaller, spending less, da-da-da-da-da. Has that ever created more? It's like, has claiming victim ever created happiness? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you know, maybe if I sue McDonald's because the coffee was hot, right? I I might make some money out of that. But you know, like what we know is that when people in lack consciousness get a lot of money, they either lose it or end up in a worse place afterwards. So for my for my money, <laughs> lack and restriction and constriction has never ever created happiness. Mm-hmm. You know, even just saying that, I mean, like, uh, it just feels so heavy, you know, like, uh, and when it's heavy, it's a lie, you know, when it feels just crappy in our body, um, you know, it just, it, it, it's a lie. We know that it's a lie. So even like you're saying all this stuff, um, and my body is just like, oh, I, I, it just feels so heavy. I don't even like the, the, the feel of what you're saying so to me it's just like yeah there's got to be something different than this you know mm-hmm. yes yes and um we actually have a caller suzanne <gasps> how exciting Yay! is that our very first caller our oh first my god caller ever. i want to take i want to take a picture of this and put it on my wall on my radio <laughs> show wall <laughs> and um so we're going to I actually am making the executive decision to skip break and take this caller. Woohoo! I'm so excited. <laughs> Who could it uh-huh. be? <laughs> Who are you? What would you Hello. like to ask us today? Hello. Hello. Who's this? This is Gypsy Jen. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> Hi, Gypsy Jen. You came from Hello. inside our show to outside our show. You're magic. Isn't that fabulous? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. You guys, thank you for being a part of my Wednesday. This is fun to look forward to. I love the show. Congratulations. And I'm looking forward to a long time of listening. 
Thank you, Jen. Ooh. I'm so, so I have a question about this. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> um, my question is, when you've lived in that box, Suzanne, when you were saying about that cynicism coming up and the limitation, and I used to be one of your button pushers. I'd show up in all my bigness, and you'd be like, ah! <laughs> mm-hmm. and. And I loved it because I was like Megan in the way of, well, that's like a challenge now. (laughs) It's like somebody sitting in church when I was a kid telling me to be quiet. And suddenly I had to laugh out loud or else I would like hold it into the point that I would snort or something. (laughs) And it became a challenge. So I break out of that. I let that go. I changed my life. And then... When I get into these new areas that are more than happy to expand, like relationships, boom, my body is changing. It's finding the perfect body it wants to be. And all these things are expanding. And then there is that one area that doesn't expand. What do you suggest? How do we uncover what we're trying to be stupid about, I guess is my (laughs) question, in these secret areas? (laughs) Wow. I love that question, Jen. And I I just want to appreciate your energy and uh, participating in our show. Uh, For uh, our guests that don't know, Jen is actually a radio show host of her own right and accord. And um, I really appreciate you playing with us here. And uh, so I, I, love that question because one of the things that I've been looking at with this, because that is the thing we're talking about, right? It's like, oh, I can have money, but I can't have a relationship. I can have a relationship, but I can't have money. Or I can have like a really successful career, or I can be a good mom. And so like all of these sort of, it's kind of back to our last show about either or. But one of the things that I really get as I, you know, really tune in from 20 years of coaching and, and being on this path myself is that what we're doing when we have to have that one area that is like seems to be not working or in lack is that we t- we seem to be equalizing and and that's all about fitting in so in our social world right if it back you know 500 years ago if we got kicked out of the tribe we got kicked out from the food source we got <laughs> that means we would be debted like we would be dying if we got kicked out of the we got kicked out of the tribe. So there's this sort of intense programming around staying like other, being relatable. Because like if we get the the fear is is if we have it all or we have too much, we'll be unrelatable because no one in our lives has it all. <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. like we're already. It's just like what you said, Jen. Like you're already pushing buttons and you haven't even begun to find your all, right? And so, you know, to me, it's a management tool, actually, that we're using. And we have to really be grateful for that because some part of us really believes that we need that to stay thriving and stay alive. So let's, um, how about we, we, we find some tools for that and see if we can move some energy on that. I would love that. Okay. So uh, what stupidity have we been using to keep at least one area of our life sucking have we been choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Yes. 
right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. So once again, if this um, sounds like gobbledygook to you, go to theclearingstatement.com. Um, we're actually going to create a PDF of what these words mean that we're saying, but basically it's the language of energy. And these words go to um, the source of where we energetically created patterns and, and undoes them. So um, anywhere and everywhere that you have bought into the survival construct of the planet, of your family system, and you are still being loyal to that so you don't get kicked out, so you don't die, um, and the belief that you will die if you are disloyal to that, will you, can we all uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. So, Jen, what would happen? Would you be willing to just feel into the energy of what your life would be if you had all of those areas sort of operating on all eight, like just really flowing in all those areas? Just feel that in your body and just as you connect with it, just let us know how that's feeling to you well i feel um the only it feels light is a real basic way to say it but i actually feel the energy of when i'm standing at the edge of the ocean that comes in with the tide it's coming in and out and in and out i feel that flowy energy that's what it feels to me Whew, i like it mm -hmm. Yeah, and I want to jump in here for a second because, Jen, I feel like that a lot of times when we do have that one area that has been a problem area, we really do go into conclusion around it, you know, um, and we have a lot of evidence that suggests that our conclusions are right. And so um, I would also, like it feels like feeling into it, it feels like that you have some conclusions going on um, about this one area. Like, you know, I, I, there, there's some energy there of like, it's just not, you know, I've tried for 10 years and it hasn't changed yet. You know, um, there's some conclusion energy. So, yeah, what I would say is that there's uh, – for me, and in these places where I've been caught up and, and felt like, oh, you know, here's my thing, you know, it's like, here's my one area, here it is again, you know, and there's like a, uh, there's, there's such a conclusion energy to it. Well, of course, this showed up, this always shows up, right? Um, and so with, um, with access consciousness, it's been so nice, because when I go into conclusion, I can ask a question in that moment. I can come back to um, to some uh, like to an awareness that can actually get me through instead of just making myself right all the time. Like, oh, here I am doing this thing again. Does that make sense? It does. It absolutely does. So, is there a clearing about our stupid conclusions? It would be my question because <laughs> that feels like fun. <laughs> okay, what stupid conclusions are you using to create the patheticness of life are you choosing? Yes! <laughs> Everything that is tight because of you. Who you want to create, destroy that, please. Yes! Uh, 
<laughs> right, raw, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyonds. Uh, you know what? I think it's really fun, you guys, is that uh, the, these clearings that we're using are from Access Consciousness. So I wanted to uh, reference that material. They're so powerful. And one of the ways that we know that we're really hitting the energy is when, when we do a clearing and the people smile or they start laughing. And that's actually, that means that we actually address the energy of what you've been running, Jen. Um, it wouldn't be funny to you if we didn't. So, mm -hmm. like, as funny as the clearing was, it actually is addressing energy that's been running in you. Oh, yeah. I felt that. Like, that was, oh, that was a good laugh. <laughs> it's still there. I think I'm going to keep running that one because that's been fun. What was What was it again? I love the stupidity, but is it that, what were you saying? That was hysterical, and it, the fact that I can't find the words is even better. <laughs> uh, I, I will try to do whatever version comes out now, okay? Yes. Um, what stupidity have you been using to choose the pathetic life that, you, no, to create the pathetic, the pathetic life you are choosing? Everything that oh. is times a gazillion, will you uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Right, well, wrong, and it's good, always bad. on the replay, Pot too. Nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. Yeah, listen to the yeah. show again and get the replay. <laughs> I for sure will. That was fabulous. <laughs> yeah, the pathetic thing. I think that's been really good. Pathetic. Ooh, that's a mm -hmm. good word. Which is just so ridiculous. It's ridiculous, Jen, because... You are anything but pathetic, and yet, you know, in these areas, we play pathetic. We, like, pretend that we're, like, such a victim, you know, to the world, and, you know, like, I can't. I've tried for so long, and, you know, I mean, you're this crazy powerhouse, and you're playing in this pathetic land, you know? It's ridiculous. Yeah. No wonder we all laugh, right? <laughs> well, it's and by the way, guys, it's like we're all infinite beings. We're powerful beyond measure. So when we choose to kind of squish that power and potency into a really, really tiny life, it is really hysterical. It's kind of like uh, vaudeville, you know. It's like, you know, the, the fat lady trying to fit in a thimble kind of a thing. It's like, what? <laughs> Why are we doing that? Why? It is completely ridiculous. You know, instead of like really getting excited about, okay, what, what's, what's so ridiculous? <laughs> you know, like, what would it take to create the most ridiculously awesome life we possibly could be choosing? And everything Whoa. that doesn't allow that, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Aha. Yes. Uh -huh. Right, right. <laughs> Good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. Whew. Oh. Thank you. I love that. Thanks, Jen, for coming yeah. on our show. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Thank you so, much. so much. So good to talk to you. <laughs> Call back any time, honey, even on the same show if you'd like. You're fun. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> Bye now. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so I was so excited. By the way, another just another great reason to be in the chat room. April transcribed our clearings and questions from last week. And as we were talking to Jen, she wrote them in the chat room. And mm -hmm. so, like, that's so awesome. So if you're kind of missing some of our words, and um, hop into the chat room because there's some um, 
clarification and, and transcribing going in the chat room. So that's super awesome. Thank you, April, for that. Yeah, so if you guys are just tuning in, it's a to zen.fm, and you scroll over to chat room and click on that, and then you can put your name in and talk to us and kind of be behind the scenes with our producers, and it's a super fun way to join in, and you can get awesome clearings too. So why <laughs> wouldn't you want to do that? How does it get better than that? How does it get better? Yeah. So I actually want to talk just a little bit about that tool because we, we want to really like our intent is to help define um, wh what we're doing. Like it, it, if we're not aware of what we're choosing, if we're not aware of the game we're playing, like the game called if I create less, I'll get more. And it's so w when we put it out there and we define it like does less ever create more, I think it brings it to our awareness sort of it's almost like we play hide and seek with our patterns sometimes and if we can just speak to what we're doing and part of our intent here is just to be really playful and outrageous with speaking to the ridiculousness of the patterns and the limitations that we have bought into is real so that's the first thing and the next thing is we want to give you tools guys we want to give you tools to change it and I appreciate Jen for after we you know defined it for her to have her go okay I need a tool so yeah it's like it's kind of like, okay, this is what we're doing. Now what? Now what do we want to do? And one of the best tools is how does it get better than that? And I'll talk, we're, we're going to break really quickly, but I'll talk a little bit more about that after the break because how does it get better than that is saying, hey, thank you, universe. Thanks for this amazing thing we're doing right now and to actually stretch into expansion. So we have to practice expansion. We've been practicing limitation for a trillion years. I think it's time to um, give expansion a try. Mm -hmm. Yay. <laughs> really, that's all you're going to say to that? It. Love I it. Have, I think we have 20 seconds to break or something. <laughs> <gasps> oh I'm no! Just gonna laugh and say, "Yay! Yes! <laughs> How does it get better than this? <laughs> Let's do this thing!" Yeah. <sighs> so we got to give uh, our our producer the cue. Yes, we want to go on break. <laughs> <laughs> Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career, where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or? Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word. And. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm.
What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to SuzannePStoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Life, Love, and All Things Weird with hosts Suzanne and Megan. Welcome, welcome, welcome. (laughs) It's love, life, and all things weird, honey. I said love. I don't think you did. I think I did. I think now you... Okay, (laughs) let's take a poll. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, we'll get it right. Right? You'll get it right eventually, right? (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) Love is first. Love is always first. Except for, you know, the more life I have, the more I love you, darling. Yeah, that's so true. So I, I really think that they're interchangeable. I do, too. I do, too. <laughs> wow. Let's have a moment. Should we have a moment? Yes. <laughs> ah, so um, what were we going to talk about? Oh, how we're does it get better than this? How does it get better than this? An yeah. expansion. I'm so excited to talk about this. Okay, guys. So um, for those of you who are, are new to me... Um, I I did about a seven or eight year study and apprenticing with a couple by the name of Gay and Katie Hendricks, and um, they they're body centered relationships coaches, and I got the idea of genius, which really it um, I took the genius flag for a while, and I actually have a book which you can get on my website at megansilito.com. My uh, the book that I wrote about nine, ten years ago um, called The Power of Living Genius, and that is available if you go to my website, if you'd like to check it out. Um, really amazing stuff, really amazing learnings with this couple. And something that they talked about was something called the upper limits problem. And in their belief, that was actually the only issue that existed on our planet, that when a couple fights or that we're, we're creating problems or we don't have enough money, it's all because that we actually have a limit to how much joy how much uh, uh, wealth, how much uh, goodness, love that we can have. 
And they actually had a really great set of tools like breathing and taking space and um, a, a lot of tools that they gave us around that. And for me, I was stubborn with this upper limit stuff. <laughs> I was just a stubborn little shit. And I just had my sabotage pattern was just through the roof. I was like so dedicated to not having it all is unbelievable in some areas of my life. And when I came to access and I, one of the very first tools I learned was how to get better than that. And I really got it what my whole upper limits thing had been about, which is that one of my favorite sayings up until access was, um, this is the best ever. It couldn't get better than this. And so, and, and that was me celebrating and exuberating about, hey, that's a good word too, exuberating, about like what, you know, I had created for myself. But what I didn't understand is that was capping the more. So how often do we have an amazing experience and think, oh, this is the best it's going to get when we're infinite beings? Yeah, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, listeners, she did this constantly. Like, this is the <laughs> best mud pie I have ever tasted in my entire life. This is the best. I, it was. It had a lot to do with food, honey. Now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. I do love food. <laughs> so, but yeah, constantly. Like, uh, this is the best ever. And so, even though. In the moment, it felt like a celebration of this awesome thing. It also, like Megan said, it capped the energy of, you know, what else could come in, right? So, um, you know, so that's why I love it. You've actually been doing lots better with it and saying, oh, this is the best thing so far. This is the best thing ever so far, right? Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. and, you, and you do say, how does it get better than this? A lot, mm -hmm. a yes. lot. Sometimes yes. annoyingly a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's something that it's a tool, you guys, that you can use when something like what you perceive in your world is a less than happening. When you say instead of going, oh, crap, it kind of comes back to the conclusion Jen was talking about, like, oh, here it is again. You know, here's my lack of money again or here's my, you know, not getting my career where I want it again. Instead of going, oh, how does it get better than that? So you. When you take something that you would normally go to conclusion on, be it a positive or a negative in your world, when you ask that question, you're organizing the molecules in an expansive way beyond. So you're saying to the universe, what else is possible here instead of hanging out in your conclusion about something being wrong or bad or messed up or, okay, this is the best ever. It's all conclusion. And boys and girls, as soon as we're in conclusion, we stop creation. So how does it get better than that is a practice tool for expansion to continue to basically up the ante in our own life. And, you know, we were talking about this earlier, like, you know, a flower doesn't start growing and go, oh, you know what? It would be really selfish of me to grow all my petals because, like, you know, the neighboring bush not doing so good and I just better not show up with all my petals today it's like we live in an expansive universe we need to practice expansion because as we do guess what we practice being and operating from our infinite self rather than our finite self 
I love that analogy of the rose bush because not only is it just growing and growing and getting like more and more beautiful and more roses are blooming, you know, I mean, but all of nature is that way. I mean, look at the trees that are, you know, 200, 300 years old, like the sequoia trees in, uh, in California and on the coast, you know, they're so majestic and powerful and beautiful. And, you know, just because they're, one of them is big and majestic and powerful doesn't mean that there's not room for all of the others. And there is this crazy synergy that gets created when we all show up as big and as amazing as we can be. You know, I mean, think about um, a life like that. If we looked around us and everybody was really going for having it all, everybody was like living their best life. Everybody was in possibility rather than in conclusion or rather than in limitation. I mean, can you even imagine how amazing it would be? You know, so that's partly why I you know, why I face into my fear of being too visible or my fear of judgment of others or my fear of that I actually, even though I've never fit in my entire life, you know, I still somehow want to fit in and I don't fit in because I've always been weird, you know, and so that's why I face into all of that because like if I can be the tall poppy, you know, if I can choose into that and embody that and show up that way, then maybe I can inspire and empower others to do the same, that there is more for us, that there's always more for us, and that it's okay to go for more, that it's okay to want to to desire to um, to create more and more in your life in every way, you know, so... Yeah, that's my little soapbox for the moment. <laughs> well, it just occurred to me when you were talking that the phrase came to me, when we play the less than card, we're cheating the universe. Mm. Because if that flower holds back that petal, we don't have it in our universe. It's like, it. it's like we're... In order to fit in, in order to have the people who are living a limited life, in order to fit in with the limited life people, we're cheating the universe. Mm -hmm. You know, and I just, I don't know why that came so powerfully. And I feel like really sad as I say that, probably because of all the years I've done that. Mm-hmm. You know, well, and we're, we, we're not doing ourselves any favors and we're not doing anybody else any favors and we're not doing the universe any favors, you know. So, like, let's yeah, let's do a clearing around that because there's a lot of energy on that. <laughs> yes. Do, can you think of one? Because I'm kind of like feeling the energy of everything we brought up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So everywhere. And in any lifetime, actually, that we have played small and cheated us and others and the universe, can we uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Anywhere that you have decided that and identified that restricting yourself 
is contribution. Okay, so let me back up. What stupidity are you using <laughs> to convince yourself that constriction is a contribution are you choosing? Everything mm. that is tied to Godzillion, will you uncreate, destroy it, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. Wow. Yeah. So what... What I find in a lot of spiritual or sort of metaphysical environments is this idea that they've actually adopted religion's version of abundance in a really sneaky way. It's like, oh, well, I'm being spiritual. I'm changing the world. I'm constricting my water. I'm restricting this. I'm restricting that. And actually, what it isn't a contribution when you're coming from lack. Again, lack never creates abundance. So anything that starts from lack can only end up in lack. And and so that and so it continues. Um and in the be do have world, meaning that everything basically our results are a function of who we're being. Period. So if our being is coming from lack, what we're going to do is create lack. That's just how it goes. And it's like, it's time to choose something else, guys. You know, it's time. we the, the people who are really impacting the world are the people who are actually adding to the world. Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, <laughs> Elon Musk. Um, who's the Virgin Airlines guy? I love him. Uh, Ted Branson? Yes. Richard Branson. Richard Branson, yeah. Yeah. So the people, the creators of the world, the people who are giving us something, who are adding to the world, are the people who are actually expanding the world. Guys, you got to expand. you got to create more to be the spiritual contribution that you truly be. I want to uh, read a quick quote from a, a book that I have. It, by the way, if you know that you have a lot of spiritual stuff that gets in the way of having it all, this is a great book. It's by John F. D. Martini, and it's called How to Make One Hell of a Prophet and Still Get to Heaven. <laughs> I really love it. <laughs> that That doesn't apply to anybody in Utah, I'm sure. Okay, so the two great social forces or two aspects of life that move masses of people or cultures more than anything else in the world are spiritual wealth and material wealth. These are two of the highest motivating forces within the human psyche. They motivate and fulfill our immortal and mortal natures. Whenever or wherever these two forces come together, tremendous power is unleashed. And you mm. can't have one without the other. Mm. So in, in order to, to open the world spiritually or to contribute the world being more spiritual, we must have physical vehicles that are expanding as well. There has to be an equal uh, material wealth that goes along with that. And that's part of having it all is we get to be our impact. We get to change the world. We get to be our contribution. But how much contribution are you going to be if, you know, half of your energy is how do I pay my rent this month? Mm -hmm. I love it. Hey, guess what, Megan? We have another caller. Yay! Bring him on. <laughs> yeah. Hello. I think... Oh, hello. <laughs> hello. Hi, you guys. Hi, Megan. Uh, hi. Is this Aaron? This is Aaron. Hello, oh, everybody. Oh, yay! Everybody, this is my <laughs> daughter. This is my oldest daughter. 
She's the most amazing 22-year-old on the planet. Oh, that's such a good introduction. <laughs> I love it. I I just wanted to call in and just say congratulations to you guys. I've been listening to your show today and last week, and I just love it. I just love you guys. And I kind of wanted to just speak to my own experience with just kind of growing up with you guys because what I hear on the radio is just such an accurate representation of who you guys are, like, as people and as a couple. And I just think that's such a beautiful thing that that can just really shine through in this radio show. I just, Mm -hmm. I love it. (laughs) So we're like the real deal. (laughs) You guys are the real deal. And I don't, and I'm not sure how many people listen (laughs) to your show, but for people that don't know you guys, I just, Everything, that, all the tools that you talk about and kind of the way that you communicate is just so spot on with how you kind of lead your own lives and how you advise me to lead mine. And you guys are just such great examples. And I just wanted to share that my, well, I can speak specifically for my mom has completely transformed into a new person within the last five years. I mean, you were not even recognize her. <laughs> she she was she's such a such a different mom and, and I mean that in the absolute best way because I feel like she's so happy and so content with who she is and all of these beautiful things that she's brought into her life and it's just made her such a more loving beautiful person and as for Megan I she's been in my life now for about five years and I can tell you that it would not be nearly as fun nearly as playful or I would not feel nearly as emotionally supportive so I just I love you guys so much and I'm just so proud of you both Aww. <laughs> that makes you cry <laughs> thank you you're welcome so I love I'm you just, so much I love you guys too and you do a great job and I'm sure everybody is just learning and loving everything that you guys have to offer because I know that that I am Erin thank you so much I really appreciate first of all you're really well spoken oh my goodness (laughs) I'm like I think maybe I think Suzanne if you can't make it one week I'm going to do it with (laughs) Erin That's fun. <laughs> super good. Um, I just appreciate how open you have been to me. I mean, I'm the first woman that Suzanne has ever been with, and and you were you just welcomed me from the very beginning. And I remember at 17 or 16, I can't remember how old you were when I came on the scene, and your mom was talking to you about you know having this attraction for me. And I love that you, you're so like you just <laughs> mentioned you love who you love, mom. And like, just like you, I think that you have so much internal wisdom with the capacity and the openness to learn. And you let this crazy, you know, uh, female being into your world and you actually opened yourself to me, to my love and to my crazy ideas. And I appreciate you for being part of this transformation with us so much. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm so happy to be a part of it, and our little family unit I feel like is just it's so much filled with love and happiness, and I just think that you because you guys are. 
so aware and conscious on kind of working on yourself and working on your own problems, it makes our whole family feel more welcome and makes us feel like we can show up however we want to show up that day. And and I think that's a real blessing because I don't think a lot of families have that. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a I'll love let you guys fest. get back to your I know, I'll let you guys get back to your radio show, but I love you both so much. And I'm so Thank you, Erin. Thank you, Okay, bye. <laughs> that was so funny. I'll let you get back to your radio show. She was a radio show. <laughs> What's up with that? Hey, listen, folks, that's what having it all is all about. Like that moment, right? Like there's just moments where it's so beautiful and so perfect and your heart is so full of love. And that is a moment of having it all. It really is. Yeah. And how does it get better than that? (laughs) (laughs) And now we're crying. I'm crying. (laughs) And that, I mean, this moment is a practice of expansion. Like, we just had this little loving being come in and acknowledge us and add to our show in our lives. And we're full. And um, and yet, we're also expanding into this. We're grateful for this. And we're expanding into more. We all have different definitions of having it all, guys. And the funny thing is, is that we have, we always have it all. And then there's more, right? Mm -hmm. And, and, and then at the same time, we never have it all because there's always more. And it's a little (laughs) bit confusing, right? There's a great uh, process in access that when something feels like, uh, how can this and this be so, we do this process and it's everything is exactly as it seems and nothing is exactly as it seems. Everything is exactly as it seems and nothing is exactly as it seems. We always have it all and we never have it all. And what's my all? Everybody has a definition. I did a Facebook post where people defined what having it all was for them. And it was so different for every person. For me, having it all is a continuous expansion into possibilities and more. Mm-hmm. So it looks like we have 30 seconds to the end, hon. What would you like yeah. to say to the people? I am just so excited for you guys to be here and so excited for you to be exploring what having it all means to you and really just going for it. So thanks for being here. We love you and tune in next Wednesday for more. Bye Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Megan and Suzanne will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. Be sure to tune in for more tips on how to live in the land of Anne and claim your marvelous, magical life.